comedy legend Frank Skinner is back on stage with his first stand-up show in four years. I think a man of my age saying my girlfriend is sort of on a level with a man of my age saying my skateboard. Live in London this June at the Edinburgh Festival in August and touring across the country this autumn. It's what I would call an Elton John joke. It's a little bit funny. Book tickets now at frankskinnerlive.com. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This suggests I'm about to read something out. What do you think? I think you've got in your hand a letter. Yeah, I spoke this morning with the German <laughs> Chancellor, Herr Hitler. And, How was uh, he? Oh, it was awkward, actually. The whole thing was awkward. Was it all hashtag all? Hard man to relax around. Anyway. Um, what, no, even when he's with his dog? Yeah, this is, uh, this is the, uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8 12 15. Oh, go on. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Frank on the radio. You know, at, you know, the Cumberland sausage symbol. And email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There you have it. Sorry. Good stuff. We're just swapping our beverages. That's okay. Are you just, allowed, Jack, had, that, Jack that, had Jill's. Is that like sharing a needle? Jack dog? had Jill's. Jack had Jill's. It was just the wrong way around, but it's all fine now. It is. We've bounced back, haven't we? <laughs> what happens to Which is more unsafe for Jack and Jill? True. Oh, yeah. We don't know what happened to them. We just uh, we know about there was a, a unplanned descent. Yeah. Oh, Frank, I've just seen on our Twitter the boss of Absolute went to see your show. Oh yes, all right. He, did, he yeah. absolutely loved it. Appropriately <laughs> enough, it's a masterclass from the best in the business. <gasps> wow. wow. When you are good. Sorry, Al. That's well, all right. Shouldn't have said that, should he, when you're on the same chap. Also, what's yeah. Manford going to say? Yeah. He's on Sundays. <laughs> oh, he's opened a can of worms. There, Absolutely. The you know what I like? It's the way Frank makes it sound like you all work down the mines. He's on Sundays, Manford. <laughs> We're all stable, mates, aren't we? Indeed. We got forward on the... Uh, yeah, you got forward on the Saturdays. The stand-up's all over the place on Absolute Radio. Yeah, yeah. Beckett's not here anymore. Someone said, well, no one rid no. me of this meddlesome breeze. Exactly, and he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Beckett's not here anymore, with the sort of thing they must have said at the <laughs> National Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? Is, have we had any outside world news well, you know, before I, do I start a, um, wittering on about me, me, me? As you know, I'm I do a to Friday do. night troll. I look I through the emails that arrive on a Friday night. Uh, here's one. Frank Allen and the Divine Miss M. A reeve, they did say a reeve. Did you do? Is that a Yorkshire thing? No, it was just me messing about. Oh, I thought um, I thought that might be a reeve. Yeah, that did the reeve on time, <laughs> Davos. Was it a sort of what was that thing on that darts program coming up after break? Lasses arrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was the ladies' darts. There was a uh, yeah. That was Freddie what? Truman hosting was it? Um, something shot. No, it was no. called Indoor League. <laughs> Indoorly. <laughs> now then, there was an American uh, uh, pl- playing darts, American guy called, uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll come in the intro. Okay. And his pawn was, will Conrad Daniels yank himself back into the lead? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Can you, is, is, um, is yank acceptable? I think Can so. You, Can you still say that? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Hold on. Absolutely. Yeah, check the A5. Oh, no, it looks all right, looks all right. It's fine, isn't it? It's all right, I wouldn't Don't know. read any of the stuff that isn't. No, God, no. Good. Uh, so here's the email. Um, 
Frank Allen and the Divine Miss M, long-term reader who looks forward to the podcast dropping into my phone every Saturday afternoon. Any further prayers redacted? Good. Mm. Uh, this evening I'm watching an old episode of Taskmaster from Series 1. Brackets, the best series well, by... Hold on, there were other series? Yeah. <laughs> well. The best series by a country mile, oh. thanks to the presence of Frank. So the prayer's not fully so redacted. No, this morning. I sneaked in, that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. To my amazement... Like, in, like, a, like, a, um, like when you get one of those... Um, sometimes I'm putting a pair of trousers on and I see a laundry uh, ticket... Um, yes. Safety pin. That is, I've been wearing them for like three days. Just oh. tucked away in there. That's how this price is working. Yeah. It's also a little bit um, stray chive in an omelette. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak in, Frank. Stray chive <laughs> in an omelette. Anyway, carry on. Are you doing well? To my amazement, in episode two, Frank is wearing a beautiful green, blue and gold striped tie, which I also own. What? It's my favourite tie, M&S, I believe, and I often wear it to important meetings. My favourite tie? There must be a website called that. <laughs> I've also been a huge Frank, fan of Frank since reading his autobiography in my teens, but this is the first time that I feel we have something in common, no, and I couldn't help but feel very happy about this. There's a definite tie between us. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, um, I, one thing you have to do on that show is wear the same clothes every week so they can move stuff about if oh, they, do you? they need to. Oh, yeah. So I, I, it, it turned out I had, the gray, I had a grey suit. Um, I had it twice, the same grey suit. Oh. Bit of a mix-up. Oh. So... Um, so I had to go for the grey suit because, I mean, that would have been crazy not to. Yeah. Uh, and then I found out that um, if you hadn't, if you weren't able to double up like that, they bought you uh, two suits. Oh. I'd oh. already told them I'd got two the same. Oh. Do you know I still lie awake thinking about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you've missed out on someone like, oh, yeah. man, horrible. Can I just tell you, one of our readers has sent in something which I feel is too good not to share, which is, it's Amy Foster, who says, following on from the Spider-Man, Spider-Eye-Hole, Spider-Eyelids discussion last week, mm -hmm. there's an article regarding spiders having paws, which I thought might be of interest. It reminded me a bit of your bed bug beak revelation. Enjoy. Mm. Oh, bed bug beak. Uh, <laughs> and there really is quite an extraordinary story here about these adorable paws the spider has. But is it not every spider? No, I believe the spiders all have them. If you if you got a big enough microscope, you'd find yeah. a lovely little furry soft paw. Absolutely lovely. What did we there. think that they had before that? Just sort of stumps, like the, their legs ended. I yeah, thought they what, were horrible, spindly <laughs> needle legs. Yeah, that's Feet? what I thought. Did we points. think they had hands? Point, <laughs> points on the end. Right, well, yeah. they climb walls. I've yes. seen so, that, it's yeah. suckers or points. Them's your choices. But it's not <laughs> visible to the uh, human eye. So we'd have to get the microscopes out. Oh, I'm still using the human eye. Yeah, I, <laughs> I must say I've become very dependent on the human yeah. eye for vision. You need vision. to get your microscopes out. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was, um, I met a bloke who was, well, I say I met a bloke, he was in the front row at my gig. That was the only people I meet nowadays. Yeah, you yeah. rinse in the front row. <laughs> and he worked at, um, the, what's the eye hospital called? Famous oh, eye Moorfield. hospital. Yeah, he worked there. Yeah. Oh, eyes make me sick. Oh. Um, yeah. Always have done. And he was the uh, yeah. This was where he was an an anaesthetist. Yeah. Easy for you to say. Yeah. 
which gave me a chance to say, oh, it's not often I get to talk to an anaesthetist. Well, not for very often, <laughs> for very long. Um, but um, uh, I'll never use that again. Don't know about that. <laughs> oh, well, what's the chance of an anaesthetist? Never say years? never. Yeah, I am the anaesthetist. That's my bill matter. <laughs> <laughs> what about that, Frank Skinner, the anaesthetist? It's <laughs> <laughs> a sort of a downplaying um, thing. Yeah. Have we got more out of world, or do you want to hear about my life? Um, oh, yes, I would. Can I also... Both, both can be true, I think. Could uh, I do a quick thank you as well to my sure. colleagues? Um, just to say thank you for my pre-birthday present. Oh, I said sure there, as if you were going to thank a member of the public. <laughs> and now I realise I was well, like, I mean, sure, they're, yeah, they're thank free us. to send them in. <laughs> I have oh, on, thank a, us. A don't, don't interrupt her when she's thanking us. <laughs> Je m'appelle fabulous. Thank yeah. you very much. Nice. A blanket. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yes, sure. It's fabulous. Does that feature in the French language as a word? Could it possibly be, je m'appelle, fabuleux? <laughs> fabulous. Yes, I believe you're right. There probably is. It's accented or something. Yeah, fabuleux. I, wa- I wonder if it, uh, if it, if it is the f- fabulous, yes. like we say. Anyway, if there's uh, any French speakers... Merveilleux, merveilleux, merveilleux. Oh, yeah. So, um, also... If, anyone, so if there's any French speakers at 12.15... Call me. Do, they, do, they, do the French pronounce it to fabuleux or something like that, or is it just fabulous? Or mm. is it not even exist in their language? I'm pretty sure it exists. Can I tell say what presents language. I got? Yeah. And then I got um, a, bla- a pink blanket with Divine Miss M uh, mm-hmm. on it. Then I got a um, phone case with a picture of my dog, Ray. Finally, well. I got a Doctor Who figurine from Frank Skinner mm-hmm. of the Pirate Captain. Bruce Purchase. Who's an old family friend of ours, which is a lovely memento to remember him. So I'm not everyone has got an action figure of an old family friend. I mean, it's fairly unusual. It's niche. Yeah. Niche. Yeah. So um, it's a brilliant. Um, uh, it's it's a, a brilliant Doctor Who episode, and, it's, and, and, the, and the pirate captain. I think that's really why you got it. So, something <laughs> no. something I'll never find out. No, but we we spoke of it and. Um, when I found out that Emily knew Bruce Purchase, you could have knocked me down with it was Rick Wall. It was like <laughs> on the end of some sort of hawser. It was Star-struck. like I said I was friends with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Oh well, God, it was better than that. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a fa- perhaps we should uh, send a picture of Emily with the Bruce Purchase action figure. <laughs> um, when I say send the picture, I mean like you know in- Instagram. Instagram. It is yeah, really yeah. grammable. Instagram. <laughs> that about that. I mean, I'd say it's quite specialist interest mm-hmm. on the ground front, but you know what? That's why that. I love it. Exactly. We can hashtag it specialist interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Deborah Hockey has been in touch to confirm fabulous with an X at the end. Oh. Ah, yes. If it's got an X, isn't that fabulous? Fabulous. Fabulous. Fabuleux. I thought fabuleux. an X was out, was out like It's like a Michelle Thomas CD, oh, you know, it isn't it? Is, fabuleux. Yeah. Except fabuleux. with Michelle Thomas, <laughs> uh, uh, who I've listened to all his French. Have oh. says, uh, Chevet, I'm on my way. That's one of his. <laughs> but also, he's got the dentures that don't quite fit. So oh. you get. Oh, you get a lot of that going on. Mm. I had a dog that used to do that. He'd be sitting watching the telly. Dog adventures. Well, he just did that a lot. So he'd sit. And if there was a quiet bit, you'd hear. 
for only to, oh shut up but how can you stop them doing that yeah true obviously nine elastic bands but I felt that was wrong <laughs> that's so cruel Frank. I didn't yeah. do it it's uh, speculation yeah. I had uh, I had Just a letter um, mm. uh, oh, yeah. from um, Darren Garnham Darren, who spells his name with two A's. Um, oh, yeah. Not an E. Not an e really? Ian, but I had never seen that before. Sounds and like a Darren Garnham has, has sent me a, a present for my um, seven-year-old child. And it's a... Um, well, I'll give you a clue. See if you can... Uh, shut, shut your eyes. Radio clue. OK. Yeah. Radio clue. Here goes. Greetings. I am Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Universe Protection Unit. Um, <laughs> who do you think? What do you think it is? Is it a uh, is it a sort of a stretchy version of Bruce Grobelar from? No, I'm just guessing. No, it's um, it is it's it's Buzz a, Lightyear. It's a Bruce, uh, yeah, a Bruce Lightyear. Bruce Lee. <laughs> it's a Bruce Buzz, Lee's li- a Buzz Lightyear. Actually, Bruce Lightyear. <laughs> it's quite a name I quite like. Or Brusque. Like you, very off oh, with yeah. people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, it turns out, and he said, to be fair to Darren, he says, I am not, and I am not is in block capitals. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I'll find it out and I'll turn my headphones down. I'm not expecting any promotion of anything else from this letter and package. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, but he's a Tottenham fan, and my son is a Tottenham fan. And also, get these, I don't quite understand what this means, but Darren's job is making Star Wars... Oh, uh, not Star Wars. Um, toy, toy Story um, toys. Right. What does that mean, making them? What do you mean? Assembling? What, what, does he mean he's on, he's on a Designing? line? Is, is he standing on a... a, a yeah, presumably... A, you know, is there I a, think he's sent you the protest. Is there a pro- conveyor belt? And he puts one piece on, like when they used to make cars Maybe. in the 70s. I think there's mainly a lot of robots involved in that now, but he might be involved in the manufacture of it in some way. I mean, he might. Be, you know, it'd be interesting to know, um, Daran. <laughs> anyway, he's a Tottenham fan. He Darren. sent one. Do you remember um, Mauricio Pochettino? Yes. Who, was, yeah. who, who, who wrote uh, an yeah. autograph of my son that says, My best friend is you. <laughs> I'd I forgotten that part. Yeah, I love that. Well, he yeah, sent him. Really a, nice. He sent because he's a Tottenham fan. He sent him one. He's got a picture of a Pochettino with um, with Buzz Lightyear on his desk, and he says it's my secret weapon. Is what Pochettino says. So that was a result for a Tottenham. Wow. Wait. So anyway, that, thank you, Darren. My son, who is called Buzz, in case anyone's wondering what the connection was. Um, he, um, he'll love it, absolutely love it. But it does take me into that we did, um, we went to see Toy Story 4 oh. um, this week. Have you, have you caught it yet? I haven't no, yet. No, I haven't. I'm excited though. Two before, was the last time I checked in, love. Before oh. we go any further, can I just, can I just, there's, in, there's uh, I don't want to uh, do spoilers, but there are, obviously there's baddies in everyone, and the, and, and the, the baddies include... A group of, um, I think it's four ventriloquist dummies uh, oh. who are always a bit sinister. But these ventriloquist dummies, and they're moving about on their own, you know, of their own volition. They could not look more like Jimmy Carr <laughs> if they had been based on him. I mean, I don't mean a little. I mean, as soon wow. as they came on screen, I thought, is that. 
legal oh, to really? do. I mean, it is just, it's a fleet of cars, basically. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see. I mean, is this on the, it must be on the internet. It must be. Really? Oh, it's a meme already. I mean, I don't mean a bit like Jimmy Carr, but I mean, I wondered if it could possibly be <laughs> Jimmy Carr. Wow. <laughs> I mean, incredible. But um, if you've seen that, if you've seen the film, I'm sure you'll know what I mean. But I'll, I'll come back. There's, there's more. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You were talking about uh, Toy Story, which Indeed. you Buzz Lightyear. Can I ask who's your favourite ever Toy Story character? Oh, I'd be really Route One and go for um, Buzz Lightyear or Woody. Yeah, I'd have oh. to go. I'd have, I mean, I feel an obligation to go for. You've got to go, Buzz. Oh, do you know I have this I'm weird lots, thing? Lots of Huggins Bear, oh, oh, best yeah. villain ever created. Yeah, best villain ever. Love that bear. I tell you, the villain I didn't Scared like in Toy Story. Go you on. know, the boy next door oh. who used to break toys and put oh, their heads on. Oh. That was disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I really. What I that nearly put bars off Toy Story films forever. Those it was really some very dark and awful about it. Right. Uh, I, you know, I occasionally get. Um, I don't get crushes anymore at my age on people, but I do tend to get them on inanimate objects. Oh or, yeah. Or you know, fictional oh, yeah. beings. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Remember, it was it's a thing. Well, I'll tell you who you've lo- who these we have loved, Frank. I always keep a note of your crushes. Just FYI. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There was the man in the social network, Jesse... Oh, yes, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, you called. had a, yeah, l- right. l- a lovely he feeling was, for yeah. him. That's a good one to bring up. It's Pride Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we should all explore what's in there, in the back rooms of our um, consciousness. You is. think? And um, I, I liked Ray from Star Wars, <laughs> but not the human being, the Lego version. Yes. I mean, I like the, the uh, human being, but yeah. I mean, the, there was something... Uh, very tantalising about the life-size Lego Lego one in um, mm-hmm. Hanley's. I also like the tiger from um, Kung Fu Panda, if you remember. I do remember that. Cheers. But Bo Peep in this new film is... Something um, else. Yeah. Really? Next level. Yeah, exactly. Really? I mean, really. Next something. level cartoon crush. I think it's partly... She, she looks great. But also, you know, it's like she's on Love Island. What <laughs> she is for me, I think. If I did Love Island, it would be me and some Lego. Um, uh, if you did Love Island, I think that would be the best moment of my life. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, Frank walking the into booking. the villa quite and the coming up? Here he is, Frank, by the pool. He'd keep his suit. No, he'd have like a Doctor Who hoodie on, oh, yeah. standing in the heat. Sweating. Oh, but what if I took my top off on there? It'd be so awful. Oh, man. It'd be like Ben Kingsley and Gandhi. <laughs> um, but, but I think we both people also, it's a biblical occupation that the oh. shepherdess. Oh, oh yeah. yes, that's true. I, do they, can you still call them shepherdesses? If, if there's any yeah. um, uh, people who are in on the PC thing... Um, do you, you do we just? Is it like actors and actresses? You not got that in the yeah. five book? I, 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 you know what? I've already. I, I actually looked in the break, and there's oh. no shepherdess. 
It's not foolproof, the book. No. I'm having good. a look at her, and she seems to have two looks, Bo Peep. There's, what, this, a, there's a Scarlet O'Hara Gone with the Wind vibe, and then a sort of slightly funky Jean vibe. Well, in the new one, she basically casts the outer skirt to one side, and oh. um, she operates in pantaloons. <laughs> Oh, um, bit of a jumpsuit vibe. I yeah. know it's uh, you know there's there's a uh, but like I say it's not um, some people get Bo Peep mixed up with Mary Had. Mm-hmm. You know it's not they're not pets Bo Peeps. I mean they you know she's a working woman. They're colleagues. I'm, I'm glad you defended her. Yeah, Mary had a little lamb. That's just she had a you know that's a pet she's got. Mm-hmm. She's not working with it. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so she does... You know those sort of frilled pantaloons that they wear under, like, um, crinolines? She operates in those. Very, uh, it's an mm. unusual move. She carries it off. She's um, slightly <laughs> androgynous. Uh-huh. I'd say that Bo Peep yes. from Toy Story 4 has something of um, Donatello's David. Really? About oh, you, you don't, had you don't know where... You know That's what you all are. the critics are saying. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I'm sorry to, <laughs> sorry to just churn out that old one. <laughs> but um, she's tantalising. Can I ask if Mary had? I take your point. Um, that was a pet-based yeah. interaction. Where does little Miss Muffet stand with the spider? Yes, I mean, what? is that more of a friends with benefit arrangement? Well, I I don't think I think she it, it's with its um, paws it's, climbing it putting its filthy paws all over her. Is, I mean, it's an assault, isn't it? <laughs> She's just sitting eating, and then mm. the spider appears. She doesn't own the spider. Who are, no. can anyone own a spider? Well, it's an interesting philosophical debate. I would say not. Well, I don't um, know. I've, I would like to now. Now I've I, seen the paws. Well, mm. yeah. There's a. Let's not do a pause for thought. <laughs> oh, go on. No, I will. I won't do it. I feel like I will should. not. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would say. Do you remember that? Um, if only now we could play Paul McCartney and Wings with Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. You know they had a top top ten chart with Mary had a little lamb. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb. It was. It was it. It wasn't a variation. <laughs> it was it. They sang it. They sang that. And it got in the charts. Different times, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. There I am. I've looked up. I'm at Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. Balls come into the box. <laughs> and um, so we went to one of these um, lovely everyman cinemas. You know these, Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, called everyman, but the opposite of that. Yeah. They're quite expensive. And you get like a sofa to yourself and they come and bring your food to your seat. You know those kind of cinemas? Oh, mm-hmm. it's lovely. You feel like you're at friends, a generous uh, friend. Well, it's great that. if you've got a, a child with you because they like to have a little chat during the film, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, Why um, is he doing that? What's that mean? Yeah, exactly. Do the exactly. Um, but we had, um, we had a, a massive... The biggest box of that they had of sweet popcorn to share, and then we're waiting for the film. So I reach for the. Suddenly, my wrist is taking a voice, a voice like grip, and Buzz says that we we can't eat it till the film starts. No one ever told me that. 
as a rule. Oh, I finished it before the film starts normally. Yeah, well, I'm well, I'm well in by the time the film starts. I mean, so I, I find it the most... Once you get into the rhythm of box to mouth, box to mouth, I mean, it just it never stops. It's like, you know, those birds that you can get that sort of keep drinking, they got like a weight on the yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it reminded me, I went, um, I went with my brother-in-law, Jack, to um, Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. And I got oh, the old... Uh, sorry about that. He gets yeah. to see a lot of stuff, doesn't he? Oh, God, he's got to be, gotta be out and about while, <laughs> while, I, while I still can, before I need the ramp. <laughs> so I, um, I got a big box of popcorn. Um, I think Jack paid, to be fair. I ordered. And uh, I like that you think that's some sort of contribution. And I was just, yeah, well done, you. Yeah. I was just reaching. I was just reaching for it. Well, Generosity. I tell you, I tell you why. I tell you why he needed my help because we sat down, and I reached across, and he said, "You know what? I've never had popcorn in a cinema before." Mm. And of course, I then had to sit thinking, "Well, why would that?" But there's only one reason, isn't it? Because he's a massive film buff. Oh. And obviously the noise of popcorn. So luckily yeah. it was um, it was Avengers Endgame and it's not really like 84 Charing Cross Road. So there were some <laughs> noisy bits, you know, where I could. So I only hear on the uh, on the action scenes. But it was it was it I was I got very tense about it. It did make me think. Why on earth did they choose that as the default cinema snack? Well, it's one of the loudest and messiest. Yes. Like it's such a, a a work thing for the people that have to tidy up after that yeah, film. Yeah, they need it's a machine as well. It's ridiculous. The actual box Hang on office. A second. They need a machine. I don't. I don't agree. Firstly, infinitely preferable to chocolate. What? I would say the amount of Not stains you're going to get. I, I no, here, please, please let me speak. Hey, okay. come on, guys. Okay. <laughs> We're all friends here. Imagine if we fell out. <laughs> Frank, also, I would say I don't experience the noise so much with the popcorn. Do you really? Mm. Can you hear people eating it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I have really, that, the chomping. I have that thing where, you know, some people get angry if they hear people eat. Um, I do. I have that misophonia. So misophonia. I think it's going to become a what, thing. What do you do with the unpopped? I, well, I don't eat popcorn. I'd oh. be quite happy to never eat it I've ever again. I've had a again. tooth out. When you it get loosened the, a crown once. When you get to the crown. bottom and you find the unpopped, I mean, it's like someone's put ball bearings in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, it dislodged a crown. Yeah? My crown. I, when we were at Toy Story 4, I had a bat. Boz just kept handing me in the dark... <laughs> The unpopped. So I had a handful of about nine or ten of them. Was he doing it on purpose? Yeah, he a was. Prank. He was just yeah. And nice. I thought I that I did for a moment think of taking them up and popping them in a microwave. Just <laughs> just popping them on their own. I like oh, yeah. the way you're calling them the unpop, like they're deplorable. <laughs> they're a band, the unpopped. Well, I was once stopped. The great unwashed. I was once stopped on the South Bank by an interviewer who was doing a science thing, and he asked me my thoughts on evolution. And I said, why are there any chimpanzees? Um, wh why are there chimpanzees who haven't developed into human beings? Is it like the on pops that you get him off? <laughs> he just he looked like he was thought I was a blithering idiot. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.
I've got another email that I'd like to bring to your attention. Um, can I say something first? Sure, of course you can. Your I... name's on the door. Earlier. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> relationship you two have. <laughs> Earlier in the show on, um, on the main uh, channel, Absolute, uh, I played It's a Kind of Magic by Queen. Mm. By Queen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you noticed, but I laughed quite a lot yeah. through it. There's something... I, do you ever get songs? And I don't mean comedy songs. I mean some songs that really make you laugh. I, I don't know what is funny about It's a Kind of Magic, but there's something hilarious about it. Yeah. There's an Elvis song called Rags to Riches. Yes. And he starts off, and there's quite a big note at the beginning. And you know when you've got a big note? I don't know if you ever sang a big note... There's a temptation if you think you're not going to make it to just really <laughs> shout. <laughs> and Elvis, who obviously is capable of a big note, and in this song, I can't do this into the mic, you'll go, You know, I go from. <laughs> it, it, it kills me every time I hear it. It kills me. I like, I have a particular moment. Um, on a specific, funnily enough, this is a Joseph soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And it's an actor really building his part up. He only sings one thing in the entire soundtrack, but he's obviously like, this is my big moment. And he says, we can see the Sphinx! And he shouts the line so loudly. Oh. And you can't recover. Everyone else's voices just go into the background. Someone, someone told me that they were, um, they were working on Le Miserable, and um, they had a, an, an actor in, an actor-singer, and in the rehearsals, they don't, they, you know, they save their voice a bit. Yeah. And yeah. He, he would go sort of, uh, oh, you can hear the people sing. And he, and he would go, you can hear the people high note. Singing oh, a song of angry. And, and that's what he'd do. He'd just say high note. I know. Like, do it. I mean, that takes I confidence. Like that. That when does. we do the rehearsal of this show, I quite yeah. often say, Alan Joke, yeah, Alan that, Joke's here. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> you should do that. Time-consuming rehearsing this every week, If only Elvis had gone, you know I'd go for a... <laughs> high note. <laughs> <laughs> <Frank> Sirichu. <laughs> anyway, what joke, what serious songs make you laugh? 8, 12, 15. Um... Anything Mark Armand sings. Does that make you laugh? I just think there's something so fabulous about his voice because he tries to be quite earnest and intense and high drama, but I find him quite a comical character. Ah. Tainted Love makes me laugh. Does it? <laughs> it really makes me laugh. <laughs> tainted Love's great. I love Tainted Love. Look, I I'll, love I'll, it, but there's something but they're funny. Not, they're not mutually exclusive. No. I think you yeah, can like the song. Like I, like, I like Rags to Riches by what Elvis. What about when he says, I'm sorry I don't parade that way? <laughs> <laughs> See, we're all, we're all laughing. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got um, somebody's come up with a song that makes them laugh. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, something Frank mentioned, which I love as a subject, because I have so many. I also have E17 Stay Another Day. Funny. <laughs> Because he pronounces it... Is it Brian Harvey, I think? He pronounces it, uh, throw it all away, instead oh. of throw. And I, I love that no-one corrected him during the recording, possibly because they were too frightened of him. Maybe. <laughs> um, Sheila Edwards says, Bob Dylan... Now, you'll have to help me on this, because I'm less familiar with his back catalogue. OK. 
Lily, Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts. Oh, yeah. From, the harmonica uh, at the beginning reduces me to giggles. <laughs> well, the harmonica is a different... I mean, that is, that's something else. Because uh, an actor once said to me... Uh, they were in a, a, a play for over a year. And I said, it must be very difficult to you know, keep that... For, he said, the important thing is that you do every line as if you've never done it before. That's what you have to constantly strive for, every <laughs> line. That is the approach that Bob Dylan has taken <laughs> to the harmonica. <laughs> Bob Dylan is... There's an element of homeless man who's found the harmonica in a bin and he's experimenting <laughs> with it. But I love that about it because I, he's, I, I've listened to Bob Dylan for oh, over 40 years. And I've listened from his very earliest work to his his current stuff, and I see no sign of improvement <laughs> in the harmonica at all. It's like a willful flatline that he's adopted of harmonica playing. But it's so distinctive that it, I've grown to love it. Frank, uh, another one that makes me laugh is uh, Tight Fit in the Jungle. How does that go? In the jungle. Oh, that one. Oh, the falsetto <laughs> on that. It just makes me well, laugh. Well, the, the one, I, I mean, it's, I think it's, uh, this is not the original, but the one I grew up with was the Carl Denver trio singing that one. And oh, that's got a oh really... is that a cover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I think it's a South African folk song originally. Oh. But he really, I mean, they go to places go... that the human <laughs> voice you wouldn't think could go. David Pawsey says... Hi, Frank. When I was at college 25 years ago, there was a cash point machine that made the same noise as a boop-boop technical term in Tainted Love. Oh, Obviously, yeah. I had to do it in time and sing it in my head every time, <laughs> which made me chuckle. I think I may have mentioned on here before, I used to go out with a woman who lived on Seven Sisters Road in, uh, in North London, mm. and um, there was a dog that... Yes, I stayed over sometimes... And there was, in the morning, there used to be a local dog that used to bark what sounded like it was going to be the American National Anthem. Star-Spangled So it would go, oh, 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 that it would bark, oh, 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 that was how it barked. And I always, I couldn't hear it without going, da-na, da-na-na. And he, I'll be honest, he wasn't really in my key. Oh, that's a shame. But, um, I, yeah, I always, I had to complete. You reached for it. It's exactly, exactly. I mean, I don't know what, I wonder if anyone's ever worked out what key their dog barks in. Well, well, I'd love to know. My dog, as you know, doesn't bark. Does he not bark at no, all? No, he's never barked in his life. What if you... Missing out. I want to keep him... Th- no. What if he saw a cat in the garden? I made it... He'd run for his life. Really? I mean, I, I made it very clear. The ground rules were set the minute he came in. No, we don't do that. Okay. He tried to bark and I just said that and he's never done it since. When I was... Uh... I think that happened with me and Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Frank, um, you've lit up the switchboard a bit with your... Uh, are there any serious songs that make you laugh? Yeah, it's, it's a very strange phenomenon, don't you think? I, I, I find it hard to say why. When I used to watch The Fall live a lot. I've seen them many, many times. And I love The Fall and mm. I love Marky e. Smith. Mm. But I did used to laugh more at those gigs than I did at most stand-up gigs. Right. And I don't know why exactly. It's just something mm. about him. But this is just the songs themselves. What, what are all the people's um, um, offers? Well, 
498 has uh, not not so much contributed on the songs that make people laugh, but a thing that Emily pointed out that Brian Harvey pronouncing throw fro on the E17 song. He's, and also it's a very moving ballad yes. about losing someone. He goes, where'd you go and throw it all away? <laughs> um, well, 498 has pointed it? out. Is it a Stay now. Yes, yeah, I, I believe it's... it's well, that can be sad too. Sloppy speaking. Um, but uh, 498 has pointed really. out the facts that I, I was aware of. It's rare that I know any pop trivia, but the Gorillaz song, Dare was originally called There, but every time Sean Ryder sang it, it came out as Dare, so they gave up and renamed the song. I'm going to oh, nominate yeah. that. Good info I'm going to have to nominate that for a big mo, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I think it's that might be borderline. Fine. No, it's a big mo. It's a, a big-ish mo. Fine. Fine. Oh. No, no, it's fine. Oh, come on. Is that... Come on. Ow. No, but I mean, come on. Is that a me type of fine or a regular fine? Um... It's a bit Emily Dean, that Yeah, fine. yeah, a bit. Oh, I was fine. trying to think of a song. I think it's Neil Diamond where he's talking about being <laughs> on his own in a hotel and he talk, he walks into the room and he says something along the lines of no one was there and then he adds not even a chair. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every yes. time I hear that, I laugh. Cause Can I say any Neil Diamond song? Was... fine, the sun shines most of the time. Is it... Oh, no, I am, I said. That's, that's it, what and it I love the song. <laughs> yes. But not even a chair makes me laugh every single time <laughs> I hear no that. no one there <laughs> and no one heard at all. Not even the chair. Yeah. <laughs> what, chairs have got hearing now, Neil? You're not even the chair. You'd expect to hear <laughs> everything. Even the chair hasn't shown up for me this time. How do yeah. you think, well, if anyone hears it, it'd be the chair. <laughs> chair's I mean, normally so reliable. Once you go into the world of inanimate, furniture and things <laughs> hearing why why is the chair is that because we have more contact with the chair and that we got some sort of empathy lovely song but strange lyrics well there's another strange chair one um rod stewart do you oh, know yes. that uh, Baby, I hate to tell you, but I think I'm catching a cold. Put another chair on the fire, bring a bottle off, and you think, no. Hang on. What is it, right? What are we going to sit on? (laughs) (laughs) We burn all the chairs for fuel. Is it about the the summer riots of 76 or something? (laughs) Yeah, put another chair on the fire. Another about... chair as well. <laughs> what? It's not like something I thought, so bad we're going to put a chair on the fire. Put another if, one on. If I went over to yours and I said, oh, yeah, just put that chair on the fire, you'd be absolutely furious. I would, especially if it was <laughs> my designer chair, which I found out was worth, like, three grand. I told oh, Frank yeah. it was worth a lot of money. Uh, what about I've Never Been To Me? Took the hand of a preacher man and we made love in the sun. What? Am I allowed to say that? Yes. Know. Very, yeah, uh, very flea bag. <laughs> I've I've been undressed by kings, and, and I've, I've seen, seen some things that a woman ain't supposed to see. Yeah, I wonder what are they? <laughs> um, I wonder if um, if um, anyone's ever sung that who has been undressed by kings. No, it's like I always true. wonder if Prince Charles sings. I just got my to be king around the house. <laughs> Um, we've actually had two different Elton John recommendations just come in, um, who is amusing. 576 <laughs> has said, Hi Frank, the song that makes me laugh is Rocket Man by Elton John. When he claims it's just a job five days a week, I wonder if he flew home for weekends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, where was the other one? Oh, there it is. Uh, morning All, the live version of Stan, the Dido slash Eminem song yeah. they add, helpfully, in brackets. Yeah, but you know, not everyone knows that. Yeah, where Eminem brings out Elton John as special guest. Elton John appears to do his part in the style of Vic Reeves' pub singer. Utterly comedic, <laughs> but he seems to have got away with it. Do you remember that duet that he did with Pete Doherty? No. Elton John? Yeah, and Pete Doherty was off-key and all over the place. Right. He was at some no, big sounds like Pete. Yeah, it was some big do. I can't remember what it was. And was Elton oh, John all right? was it at... No. Yes. Elton John was, as ever, in default furious mode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been at Live 8, Frank, when the Libertines... I may have got that wrong, but anyway... Um, we also have. Did we tell? Did we give you the answer on popcorn and cinemas, Frank? I can't no, remember. I want to know that. Okay, um, eight four eight. My my question, if you've just turned on, was that minister? Uh, if you tuned in and turned on, as they say. Mm-hmm. By the way, I saw a Naomi Campbell post. There's a new. She seems nice. Fragrance, yeah. <laughs> really yeah. lovely, friendly I type. About that time at the Brits, I was sitting with um, Michelle Gale and. Heavyweight champion of the world, Lennox Lewis. At the of course time. you were. And um, we had a message. A man came over and said, I've got a message from Miss Campbell. I, I said, who's that? He said, um, you know, Naomi Campbell. I said, oh, right. I, he said, this is her table. I said, I oh, know, there's a name thing there. He said, no, but she doesn't want to share it, so she wondered if you guys would move to a different... <laughs> and I remember, I remember saying, with great indignation... This is the heavyweight champion of the world. I remember saying that, like, it's the heavyweight champion of the world. You can't... Anyway, we wouldn't move. I think that's absolutely reasonable in that everyone, <laughs> as far as I can see on that table, has a skill, yeah. a discernible skill. Yeah. Well, look, you know, I, I think there is a skill to modelling because I've watched um, things like America's Next Top Model and you get very beautiful women who can't quite do it. You'd agree really? with this. You're from the fashion thing. But whoever you are, I think you, I come think and you... sit with... I'd be happy to sit with the heavyweight champion of the world in any context. <laughs> Maybe not in a some sort of uh, what sauna. What happened then? Not in a sauna. Not so in did a she sauna come or a strange caveat. Group lavatory. Did... <laughs> <laughs> strange caveats. <laughs> Did she come and... Uh, did she sit with you? No, oh. she went home. She didn't even stay at the bridge. They didn't, oh, she was she so furious. Who do you think on that table, I can't imagine she didn't want to be seen with? I think she just didn't want to share because she might have to talk to... Again, that sounds very unlike her, not wanting to Earth. share. But anyway, I saw a poster of her. She's got a new fragrance out, I think, which with a name I cannot say on... Uh, Breakfast, right? What is here. it? Really? Is it rude? What do you mean, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, it's a big poster in a window that could be seen by families. You can't say the name, really? really? And Are the, you the, sure? The, 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 the bill matter on it, you know, the stuff underneath was an icon, an icon turned on or something like that. And I thought, goodness oh, me. Dear, come on. <laughs> Quite full on. Stop that, I thought to myself as I went past. I mean, it was early when I went past this morning as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't want to see that at 10 to 7. What's it called? I don't want I to can't tell out. you what I'm it's not, called. OK, I'm just thinking aloud. I just wish people would just behave themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that more than I wish anything. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
Well, I'll tell you a little about my week. I've had an up and down week. Um, and I don't, I don't want to play to a stereotype that sometimes comes up about me on this show, but I've had an up and down week financially. Oh, wow. There's been, it's been... It's been... Hold on. I can start with the good news if you want. <laughs> <laughs> don't start with the good news now I've said this. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, okay. stop, I'll stop it, I'll stop it. Can I tell you something? I don't know how to stop it. Oh, the producer has let us ever. I'll do the sad news. Do the sad the producer, news. who I believe calls this her second job, my, uh, has, uh, <laughs> has eventually raced to my aid. Oh, shade a, thrown. I turned a corner on um, Saturday oh. evening <clears throat> last week. and Emotionally? No, no, in the car. OK. And, uh, and <laughs> He's had, the only person who would literally mean that. Had a, a, a loss of... Um, Battery charge. It came up with a sign saying oh. power, uh, battery not charged or something. Oh, yeah. So I turned it into my street and then the power steering went. Oh. And as you know, I'm incredibly strong from sw- swinging kettlebells, but it was well, a struggle yeah. to pull the car in. Um, and uh, and then I had to get like a 24-hour uh, mechanic out to try and fix it. He couldn't do it on the Sunday. Came and did it on the Monday. You were damn lucky it was so near your house. It was really close to my house that it went, but it was some kind of You know when you get home and you really want to go to the toilet suddenly? It's almost like the car like that. Thought at last, now I can let myself (laughs) go. (laughs) English pounds that repair cost me on the Monday. Thank you, thank you. So, like I say, that's the down part. Yeah. But the up part is I've had a couple of good bargains. So oh, I don't know if you've got some happy music. Lovely. Um, I think... Well, let me see what I've got. Keep talking, I'll find okay. some. OK. On the way back from Shrewsbury, I, yeah. uh, where I did a preview, I, I stopped off at the... Uh, Station service, service station. Oh, the station service the is good. Service there. la station. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, a big bar of chocolate, you know, like a. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I'm going to say the brand, you know, Lint, the the large bars. Oh, yeah. You know, those yeah, large yeah, bars yeah. of chocolate. Mm. There was some of those next to the counter when I was buying a coffee. Big bars mm. reduced. In a service station, mm. from £3.25, which is astronomical in the first place, they're about £2 Well, I was going to say, what's those. the originale? But it was those. They were extra creamy, which isn't my choice. I would rather have dark chocolate, but yeah. it was a bargain. It had an orange probably, sticker on it. probably only extra creamy because it was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, was that written in Sharpie pen, extra creamy? No, no, that was the actual packaging. <laughs> OK, now, and the man wrote pounds it. £3.25 was the starting price. Mm. Reduced down to in one sticker. Okay, what not, is it? Not well, like well, Frank Skinner, what are you going to guess, please? A we pound. Like, I'm going to go 75p. Not like a giant's causeway of several reductions, like a <laughs> step. Reduce £3.25 okay, okay. to 20 pence. <gasps> Shut up. Two. Okay. <laughs> There was only three there, and I had a friend that was right behind Why me. Why didn't you I buy the three? Because I, I thought I'd better give somebody else the opportunity to get the bargain and as And also, well. would you be able to eat them in time? Because I assume they've I gone off... I both on did Monday. You, did you check the best before day? Yeah, yeah it was this month, and it's was, chocolate. Who cares? What was the Mark Selby? To be uh. honest, <laughs> the, um, it's interesting that you said that I checked the best before day, because recently I ate pate out of my fridge that had... Um, Ten days out of date on the packaging. 
And well, I just opened it and dicing ate it. Dicing with death, man. I'll go ten on um, on non-meat or fish. What, what are we talking about? I'd never Dice. go anything. Oh, I'd you're never crazy. Go. Oh, well, yeah, I t- they are. Monitor burn. They are conservative <laughs> estimates. At yeah, best absolutely. Best buy. I mean, remember, it's best buy. I don't need to have something at its best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest of your life's not optimal, yeah, is it? Not exactly. exactly. Nothing's 100 in life. I'm really happy to take something that, you know, is is in its twilight years. <laughs> I think that's fine. In fact, I'm threatened by things at their best. <laughs> Frank Skinner. One of the the ongoing themes this morning was some songs that make you laugh, kind of inadvertently. You know. Songs that make you laugh. Ooh, yeah. ooh, songs that make you laugh. Three, Come three, on, seven. everybody. Ooh. Actually, that makes me laugh a bit, ironically. I have a giggle and a half. <laughs> ooh, those songs that make me laugh. <laughs> songs that make you laugh. How about Thin Lizzy? Tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Well, first off, I'd have a look at the prison, you know, just in case. <laughs> That's me and that? Stuart D- Dutes and one of our regulars. It's funny yeah. that, but people have very much taken this as like lyrics. But I'm, I was more, I mean, I, I like these, but I was talking about songs that there's something about the nature of the song mm. that's intrinsically comic. Yes. Like, it's a kind of mad. It's just, <laughs> I, there's no funny lyrics in that. It's just there's something. I don't know what it is. It makes me laugh. Yes, no, I know what you mean. Uh, we've had another uh, missive in, which is one for Al, isn't it, Al? Have you seen we've, that? We've had various pushback on my... Um, <laughs> we've had a bit of pushback. We've had a bit of pushback on my bargain chocolate. Oh, yeah. 376 has said, Alan, why didn't you get the third for your friend? Uh, because it was 20 pence. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they weren't that close a friend. Uh, and have, you, have you perhaps said, oh, no, you, Alan? We do. <laughs> 245 has said, Alan, when I was about 12, I found king-size Mars bars in our local shop for 10p each. I bought seven. I gave one to my cousin and ate the others over that day and the next... Suffice to say, I've never eaten a Mars bar since. A vital piece of information is missing from that text, which is the year in question. Well, 10p each, I I think we're going back some. Well, I I remember there was a campaign called Big Fry. Mm -hmm. And what Big Fry did was fry... Fry, fry cellmates. Slimming campaign. (laughs) I mean, a terrible old fool. No, it it didn't involve the the Fry Meister. um, I've been a silly fool, I do (laughs) apologise. Um, he, um, no, Big Fry was a campaign run by Fry's Chocolate. They do things like um, very seventies Turkish Frank. delight, Fry's Chocolate, the green and Fry's blue, Fry's Chocolate Cream. Yeah, Fry's Chocolate Cream. Argue with How that. much do you think you get one of those for? But Al? anyway, they would be paying now. Maybe paying eighty you. pence now. They made them bigger. They made so it was called Big Fry. Oh yeah. <laughs> And uh, there'd be the advert. I'll tell you what the advert was. Would be people going big fry, big big, <laughs> and a man carrying an enormous. I mean, a much bigger than the big fry bars, an mm. enormous chocolate bar. And that man was George Lazenby. <laughs> Shut really? up! And was this post Bond? That was no. This was pre Bond. I think this was where he was spotted. No, he carried the big fry chocolate bar. But then, what my point was, I was making is that. 
These bars were bigger, so people bought... This is before the national obesity crisis, mm-hmm. so mm. you could have campaigns like this. Yeah. And um, people bought these extra, the big fry bars, and it was then revealed that they were actually lighter in weight. Uh-oh. Um, than the small small fry. And acting like it's Watergate. Yeah, they just bobbed, I, I don't know, they, they pumped a bit of air into them or something. So it was... It and was just uh, made less food cover more volume, like space. Exa- exactly. Oh. Like popcorn. Exactly. You know? Exactly what they've done. So, they, so don't, you know, be wary of the, the giant bar. I can't yeah. believe <laughs> that James Bond was discovered via an advert. I mean, it gives the 118 man hope. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, it's like if, they, if they remake uh, Department S, he could get the Jason King <laughs> role. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 167 has texted, and I like the start of this. Dear friends. Mm, good. Not often an opening to a text, could is it? Could be a Quaker. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they do that? Well, they have the Friends... Um, uh, and what's it called? The Friends Hall or something it's called? Oh, uh, right. Oh, yes, oh. the Friends Meeting House. Friends Meeting That's yeah. the one. We got there in the end, didn't we? Of Team course, uh, the Quakers with the chocolate connection. Yes. Yeah. Was it... Uh, Not I just. I to mention them. No, if 18th we century, know who we mean. 18th century uh, British industry dominated by the, uh, the reformists. Oh, they work hard, these people. Bourneville, um, Wedgwood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I went to school with him. <laughs> Bourneville Wedgwood. Yeah, Bourneville Wedgwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Posh, wasn't he? Uh, dear Jeremiah Bourneville Wedgwood the third. The uh, the song Big Spender always makes me laugh. Yes. Love from Steffi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, says she's currently recovering from surgery. Well, cheer up and well done. And don't well listen to Big Spender. Steffi, no, can I just say, well, that's Alan's worst song. Wouldn't you like to have <laughs> fun, 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 fun? How about a few laughs? Laughs. I can show you a good time. I don't know if we should do the whole song. No. But yes, it is. It, it is. Money now. But I enjoyed uh, Alan cringing when we said uh, Big Alan Spender. Alan cringing, he was very mm. good. In, um, <laughs> yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah, he was, oh, he was great in Goldeneye. <laughs> Someone else can't listen to anything by the Scissor Sisters without crying <laughs> with laughter. Do you know I'd forgotten they existed, the Scissor Sisters? What about I that? Someone said that about you. I know, but I'm sure people do <laughs> no, say that. I don't think so. Um, You're an NT. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. We need to talk about Wimbledon, Frank. Oh, Shall we? Well, I think we should. I mean, I've, have I've been watching? I haven't been watching much because I had the women's... Well, up, oh, up, let's up, leave until, that there. up until the <laughs> other night I had the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also it's the Cricket World Cup. I've been so. enjoying Nick Curious though. Nick Curious. Oh, he went out the other day, didn't he? Well, he went to the pub the night before. Am I, I really? love a man who go- Yeah, he went to the, what's it called? The Dog and Fox they all go to. Oh, do they? And um, when they asked him, I liked his post-match interview, and they said, oh, do you think maybe you shouldn't have gone to the pub beforehand? And what I love is they all talk about, I train, I diet. And he says, well, you know, I don't train. I don't. He do said, I, I don't show up every day. I don't have a coach. I, I, I don't do gym. Can I, can I hold my hand up? Should I know Nick Kyrgios? Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, he's yes, the he, bad boy of did tennis. He, did Australian he, bad boy. Did he kill the cat? Um, <laughs> Kyrgios killed the cat. <laughs> he has a silent G in his name. 
You see the one we talked about a long time ago, yes. probably last Wimbledon, and he yes. was dating two women or yes. something like he's that. He's the bad boy, Frank. He's, okay. Yeah. He's this. He's the millennials, John McEnroe, except yes. without the wit or yeah uh, form, talent. Really. Tennis yeah. talent. <laughs> Um, He's considerably behind John McEnroe, I think, in oh. tennis ability. But, but the big news is uh, Andy's back. Yes. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy Murray, Andy Murray, Andy, Andy, Andy Murray. Andy Murray is his tribute act. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is um, he had he had a he had a hip, didn't he? he had a bit of Sir, a hip. He's had a hip. Sir Andrew. Oh Murray. yeah, I forgot that. Sir Sa- Andrew. Sam, oh, Sam <laughs> I call him. When you said Sir, then I thought you were just changing the subject in a very posh way. <laughs> sir, Sir, uh, I ask you <laughs> if the hip of a professional sportsman is a suitable topic <laughs> for <laughs> breakfast conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd have to go. We'd have to wear. Um, Sort of Georgian outfits. Yeah. Like Georgian. That guy, who was the guy? What was he called last week? Oh, oh the yeah. um, Pins, Pins, Matthew Pins, Pins, Not Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Pinsons, the tailor. Yeah. yeah, Zach Pinson. That's what he was There's called. I remembered Frank. Oh, he know, lives on. He lives on in Frank my memory. Frank has a very special skill. You know, sometimes on Love Island, Frank, which mm-hmm. I'm. I don't, I've never seen. I've I watched, know. I watched ten minutes of Love Island. I'll be honest with you. I couldn't find the love in it. I know. Not you're, there is love no. In it. There's zero love in it. However, no. there is one section when they have to do. They have to demonstrate a special skill. Oh, I'm Did glad they? it's post watershed, but. There's, I think that could be one of your skills if you're on there, is remembering obscure names of people who've briefly yes. been in the wow. papers. Well, right <laughs> back at you, yeah, yeah, Emily yeah. Dean, right <laughs> back you at you. You both know who Mary Bale is off the top of your head, don't you? You yeah, don't totally. have to think about it. Yeah. You're yeah. right there. Um, as there's no love in Love Island that I've seen... No. Is it an island? Is that part of it true? I mean, oh, I don't yeah. want to find it's out. Not, oh, it's, no, it's not a island. It's not so it's island. not. there is neither love nor is it an island. What is it, an isthmus? What do they just call is it? Is it an isthmus? That's my request. It's a resort in um, Magaluf, I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mag- I don't know if it's there. But it's, it, 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 it's, it. it's in the Spain area. So it's not an island? I don't believe it is an island. I mean, not I trust the, uh, the Gen Zers in the room are both shaking their heads what vigorously. Happened, what happened to viewers' trust when you can't <laughs> claim something if it isn't actually true. Well, that, that wow. died out many years ago. Oh, what ago. if I got it closed down, went to court? <laughs> went to court? Yeah, I've been told. Frank Skinner outside the old Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Would you wear your, what I call, court case um, sunglasses? Imagine when they brought out the, the promontory uh, precedent from some case in 1861 <laughs> when something claimed to be an island there was actually a promontory. <laughs> wow, that'd be a moment for me. Your witness, Mr. Baxter. I'd really Mr. enjoy Baxter. that. I imagine they're all called Baxter. If you dig deep I just enough. feel, I imagine Caroline Flack in a court where crying. Yeah, exactly. Being dragged into the into the thing. Yeah. You have, and the judge saying, do have a drink of water, Miss Flack, if you're upset. Who is Gasser? This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. 082 has just uh, schooled me in uh, some Love Island. Been schooled? Info. Yeah. Oh, Finally. Schooled. It's in Mallorca, as any fool know. Oh. Fool oh, is spelled right. F U L E and no is spelt K N O. So 
Yeah, We've both got different sort, sets of knowledge. Physician, heal thyself. Yours is Love Island, mine is spellings. <laughs> well, that might be... Um, it it might be, be. I think it might be a youth speak. How it's yeah. done now. Yeah, that's how the Love Islanders speak. Anyway, we weren't we weren't really um, trying to discuss Love Island, were we? We were trying to get no. on to... Uh, Did you get scorched? Yeah, old Andy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I got scorched. <laughs> oh well, um, I, I, no, I didn't know where it was, but I'm, I'm sorry horrified I got it wrong. to hear that it contains neither love nor is it based on an island. Yeah, I mean, let's have a little bit of veracity. I suppose if they went with the truth, like hmm. Lost and Majorca. Yeah. No, that sounds like an 80s soap. That sounds like El Dorado. They could call it Paradise Lost. That's too good. That is too good. good, And do you know what? (laughs) They absolutely would love that reference. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to get the reference. I think that the Love Island demographic tends to be a huge... They love all things Milton. They love a Milton. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so um, Andy Murray has uh, said in interviews that one of the ways that he's fixing his back or his hip, his hip. he had hip surgery, mm. and, uh, oh, and well, it wasn't that hip. It was uh, <laughs> well, it was a bit yeah. hip hop actually because uh, he's been break dancing. Well, so he had a hip hop. He had a hip hop, and, and now he's doing hip hop. Yeah, yeah, no break, break dancing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> break dancing. Um, I think of. No, this could be my, you know, silly um, old white man sensibilities. Yeah. I think of it more as an upper body thing. The break dance. Aren't they a lot of the time upside down and on heads? I well, there's so many types, you see. There's about four or five with, different... Wouldn't he have been happier with a Lombarda for a hip? Oh, Well, maybe. not if he's doing the worm. I mean, there's a lot of hip action in the worm. Oh, yeah. And the floor stuff, I think they generate a lot of power from the hips for the spinning. But the lambada is, I mean, the the hips become as as water. Yes, you're right. It would be good for him. I told you someone told me a serious um, tip for the lambada. A person involved in dance said, imagine you have a pencil um, up your bottom, pointing out, point pointing outwards mm-hmm. and that oh. you're drawing a figure eight with that yeah. pencil and you can do the Lambada it's and I've used that it's why you lost your job in the stationery shop isn't it was it, <laughs> it was that one at the sign making <laughs> shop yeah but you know I was doing two signs at the same time I, said, I, mean, I was saving them money ultimately <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio and can I officially say, uh, I've been schooled. I was schooled as uh. as re- regarding the location of Love Island. Yes. Yeah. And the phrase any fool know was used, and then I schooled him on spelling, and now I've been schooled twice because apparently it is a, a private eye in joke. Yeah. Someone thinks it might be from the oldie, someone called Molesworth. Nigel Molesworth. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know who that is, but I, I, I can only apologise enough. Well, a second time to zero eight two. Oh God! Yeah. All I would say on this is, I, <laughs> I mean, it's a terrible start to our relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think I would rather have a friend who couldn't spell than a friend who quoted private jokes from <laughs> private. <art. laughs> but you know. I don't have any friends. Frank's put himself in Team Emily there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it when um, he does that. 
Can I say that if I had to pick any public figure who I could imagine is physically capable of breakdancing, mm. being emotionally capable of it, I would have put Andy Murray well down the list. He doesn't... Oh. oh, really? He just seems like... Can you imagine him spinning on the floor going... Uh, it's like that, <laughs> and that's the way it is. It's like this. that. I mean, it's just the most on-hip-hop person on, in the planet, isn't it? He has so much stick. People always say that he's miserable. Uh, not and I've miserable. I've said this for years. Not miserable, but he's okay, like you. Yeah. He's not a joiner in It's not that he's miserable. <laughs> hey, he's Scottish and he plays a summer sport. He's so out of his comfort <laughs> all right, zone. All right, dear. It's all not right. fair. Uh, uh, it's like that. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I mean, he's funny. Yeah. Well, he's definitely. Look, I like Andy Murray. I like also, Andy Murray. That you like I like it. him, but I can't picture him really entering into the spirit of breakdance. Breakdancing well, I'm with you on that. Al I'm with was you on originally that. inspired by the Marshals. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Who? I believe the Martial Arts. What's that's where it, it came really? from. Yes, it mm-hmm. was in the Bronx in the 70s, I think. Oh, that's yeah, where it came well, from, the waltzes. <laughs> it was inspired by the martial arts, the Kung Well, Fu's. that I didn't know. The street gangs. Of course, the Scottish breakdancing tradition must be minimal. Because oh, yeah. the kilt element turns it into a whole different yeah, spectacle. Yeah, it gets a bit X-rated. He it said um, during that interview, which I watched, he said he also was asked about his favourite tennis player and his tennis heroes and he was an Andre Agassi boy mm, tells he? you a lot about someone's age the favourite tennis hero mm, right um, so I won't be going there <laughs> he um, yeah. he said mine's um, Fred, Fred Perry <laughs> <laughs> oh. you both got there mine probably would be Rod Laver the would Australian left hander who was, who was going cool back a bit. mine would be well it was Stefan Edberg was you, you may remember when I was a yeah. child, I cool. held an imaginary press conference Some announcing cool our wedding. Tops. Wow! And that was the, my game I used to play. Everyone else played with their dolls, and I held an imaginary press conference, which I made my family watch. I was getting married, announcing my wedding to him. That I did love nice. um, on my female one would have been Anne Jones, or as I um, as she became Anne Hayden Jones. Lovely. Uh, was a West Brom fan. I've seen her at no the Albion a few times, and Lovely. also won the women's single. Because really, up until Andy Murray, throughout my entire long life, the British men have been rubbish. It's been mm-hmm. it's only been the women who ever won anything. Mm-hmm. So um, Tough for Tim he Henman said, if he's listening today. Well, what did he win? <laughs> I didn't say he won. Come on, Tim! He wasn't, he wasn't a terrible tennis player no, either. I think there must have been some point towards the end when somebody went, come on, Tim. No, I mean, honestly, can you just come on? <laughs> Tim, come on! But uh, never. But much loved, and he's got a hill named after him. How yeah. many of us can say that? And Murray Mound. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, okay. That must have every, took a, Okay, everybody. That took a belt in during the break dancing. <laughs> oh my god. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Oh, four seven eight once met Anne Hayden Jones at Lewis's in Birmingham. Lovely. My grandmother had taken me to their Christmas grotto. She was Good delightful. Shout. That's Helen. Yeah, she's very nice. So- indeed. Solihull. Solihull. Um and Sue Barker is very nice. Producer's laughing at the way I, pr- I pronounce Sue Solihull. Barker, I think, was... I think she was rated, like, number two in the world when mm-hmm. she was about 16. She gets some good gigs yeah. now, interviewing McEnroe. She was. Day. This the girl now, the 15-year-old girl that everyone's talking about. 
Well, mm. I've got to admit, I was watching her on the telly and I switched it off because I thought, well, that game's over. I know where that's going. And then she won it. <gasps> right. Oh, I'll know that. Yeah, so, so Sue Barker was the sort of, uh, the, the, the her of her day. Yeah. Mm. Who was your tennis player? I mean, mine was, mine was a bit Becker as well, Frank. Becker for me. Were you Becker? Oh, turning up at 17 and then diving around and jumping over the necks. You couldn't stop running and stuff. Absolutely amazing. Um, okay. I, awesome. I am... I, you may know this is one of my... Um, a thing that I constantly... Every year I think about this at Wimbledon. That moment, and this year you'll know why it's prevalent, mm. that moment when you want a doubles partner and you have to go and... Asks. Oh, yeah. Yes. And there is an, often a tremendous yes. disparity mm-hmm. between. So um, <laughs> I suppose not so much with. I know, and he's a former champion and all that, Andy Murray, but yeah. how would you like to make the phone call to Serena oh. Williams saying, Do you fancy doing mixed doubles with me? Yeah. How do Who you st- is worthy of, of that? Folk? How do you start it off? Do they start with a WhatsApp message? I think they text each With an other. emoji saying, how are you te- doing? Yeah, I think so. It makes me think of when I wrote to Alan Benny asking if he wanted to write a play with me. I mean, it's got that level of potential. And what if Serena had said, no, you're all right. Or the three tellers. I'll tell you about the three tellers. You did tell me about the three tellers, When yeah. I was going to go on tour with two other comics and we did a 40-minute seat and it's called the three tellers. Uh-huh. And, um, and then you realise that it's quite difficult to ask someone if they want to come on tour with you. Because, right. A, they might think that you're not worthy and, yeah. B, they might, despise you as an individual <laughs> but dislike your art as well it's everything like, it's all of they that they should have like a tinder thing for doubles and mixed doubles so you just swipe through I know but Serena for your, ma- for your match to you me. see you just call it match but that, match yeah I like it, it. Ma- match point Clever. I like it what do we or, call it or he could call it break point because oh. of his uh, crazy break dancing <laughs> yeah, yeah. but of all the people, if I'm going to do a doubles, of all the people, I'd be nervous about calling it be Serena. I don't think you, you will reckon? be doing the doubles. No, I, I probably... But, what uh, what if, if I, I call that? Also, you've built up your resilience by asking Alan Bennett to ride with you. So. Exactly. I might, my you've got best your eye chance, now for a knockback. My only chance <laughs> is, to, is to call Alan Bennett and ask him to do the doubles. Yeah. <laughs> now, that I would want to be absolutely... Centre, imagine you and Alan Bennett centre to court. Oh, I'd love it. If he was a sort of, he turned out to be like a McEnroe figure. <laughs> Do you honestly believe that that, that ball was within the line, umpire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I think that must be very nerve-wracking, doing the ask. Oh, God. I think he's done well with Serena. Oh, God, also. Oh, I mean, great. come on, let's say. Well, you couldn't do any better, really, no, could no, you? No, Well, she's um, had the injuries, too. They bonded over their injuries. They, they probably twerk yeah. for, um, to, um, for get, rehab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> twerk rehab, twerk. for rehab. Because let's face it, the, the fist bump has been overused. I think oh, every yeah. time they win a point, Maybe a bit of flossing. Yeah. I'll tell you what I learned from reading this story, which shocked me to the core. Mm. The, the, the two champions, male and female singles, mm. no longer dance at the Wimbledon Ball. What? I thought that was absolute. And there's a bit from Andy Murray where he said, well, I'm, I'm after <laughs> I, we both won Wimbledon, but happily they don't, you don't have to dance anymore. <laughs> and I thought, what? So that stopped. You're a, a tennis correspondent, Sarah. I didn't know that. That, uh-huh. what? 
I do don't even that? know what bit? dance they did. Well, was, did they do the same dance every year? I think oh, it was. Um, it wasn't some Pasadoble. The rumba. Yeah. It wasn't a pass. I always look forward to that more than anything, as you know, Frank. Let's was the tennis players the looking slightly awkward in the uh, yeah. the sort of young musician of the year dress, looking uncomfortable? Well, the way athletes look fabulous in yeah. sports clothes, and but, um, um, never quite as good in uh, in what I'd call sort of human being clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure of footballers, actually, but, I mean, the rugby players, I mean, that's oh, just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when you see Ben Grimm of the Fantastic Four in a suit. Like, they have a bit where he's wearing black ties mm-hmm. and events. Frank, I know we're drawing to a close, but I'd just like to uh, say before we go, 749... I'm glad that you've brought this up. Oh, no, it's, it's just it's a nice a friend good, for you, Al. It's Al a very good met text a lovely message. friend through the show. Steve okay. from Kent has just crossed the line right at the finish of the show. <laughs> I ate a yoghurt that was six months out of date. bit fizzy, but I finished it. <laughs> also had two eggs on Monday that were labelled BB 28th of April. That's best before. Yeah. 28th of April. And Can here I he say, is texting us on Saturday. Is he aware of the fact that um, if you put them in water and they float, they're I'm off? I'm sure he is. OK. I'm certain yeah. he is. But what about eggs as well? He seems untroubled. I think that also works for eggs. All right, it's mainly a yoghurt <laughs> tip. <laughs> I hope you're very happy together, Al. <laughs> I, um, I would like to thank you for um, listening to us this week. And you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.